Hi, I'm Kristen Water Sullivan, the founder of Water Sullivan LLC. We are an estate and trust law firm here in Birmingham, Alabama. You can contact us for all of your life and estate needs. We help with everything from estate planning to estate administration, trust and estate disputes, probate litigation, and everything in between. You can find us on the web at watersullivan.com. That's W-A-T-E-R-S-S-U-L-L-I-V-A-N.com. Or contact us at 205-855-5020 or info at watersullivan.com. All right, Lewis, tell me a joke. All right, so I've got to preface this. I've got a little kid, so these might be pretty hokey. Uh, so <laughs> uh, we're in the Christmas season, so what does Santa Claus say when he's walking backwards? Boy. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I should have come with a Christmas joke. <laughs> what sits at the bottom of the sea and twitches? Hmm. You got me. A nervous wreck. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good. I like it. Boom. Lewis Baxley was born in Montgomery and is a lifelong resident of Birmingham. His love for Alabama is ingrained in his blood. Both his mother and father had extensive careers in state elected office, with his father serving as attorney general and lieutenant governor, and his mother serving terms as state treasurer, lieutenant governor, and president of the Public Service Commission. You can read the rest of his wonderful bio on the notes. But, Lewis, how the heck are you? Man, it's so glad to see get, see you and be here. And, uh, I'm doing great, man. I, I, you look I'm, wonderful. So do you. We were um, Charlie Glover, um, Greg Gilbert. Mm-hmm. Dale Davis and I were at Protective Stadium for something, and we were just talking about oh, you, man. Oh, man. Those were some, I don't know if you can share some of those stories on no, this. No, we're keep, not going to. Let's keep that back in the it's past. It's a whole bunch of stuff we're going to leave in the past. <laughs> but one of the things that, you know, I told you I wanted to get you on this the show for was – um. Alabama has its royalty, just like the country. President of the United States and vice president in the cabinet. And, you know, the Baxley name is Alabama. You know what I mean? Like, your family Mm -hmm. has really shaped and molded what this state has been, and even some of the things they did then come into fruition now. My question to you is, first of all, you know, everybody talks about PKs, preacher's kids. (laughs) What was it like being a politician's kid? Like, 
what was your life like? How old? First of all, tell me, you know, your matriculation through school. Uh-huh. And then, like, how did that match up to the average kid going to public school and doing this that, and the other? And their mom was at the factory and, you know, yours right. was at the state house. Well, I mean, I, it's it's weird to look, think back. That's a good question, I, to think back of how it was like compared to others. But, you know, all I knew at the time was that was normal. I mean, it, you know, <laughs> yeah. I was – my dad was in office by the time I was born. So okay. I, um, he had already served, I think uh, – he was ending up finishing his last term as attorney general. Okay. Think, or, yeah, out of two terms. And um, so I didn't know any different, you know. Right, right. Um, whether that's good, bad, or indifferent, I don't know. But, you <laughs> yeah. know, it certainly uh, – I think, you know, the the cliche that I certainly, uh, I think friends of mine, you would say, just like yourself, I'm the never met a stranger type of personality. Yeah. And t- I think part of that is just, uh, that that was with me from the beginning, from going all to, you know, being on the campaign trail and doing all these types of things where you're meeting all sorts of different people throughout all over the state from all these different walks of life. And uh that's just become second nature to me. I mean, in yeah. a good way, I enjoy um, meeting and, and learning about new people and, and yeah. seeing. Yeah, it's a, like Why you're one you? of the best I've ever seen that work in a room. So I, I know you can relate. <laughs> I, I learned from the best. That's I learned right. from the best. Now you were born in Birmingham, but you were raised in Montgomery. Where'd you go to school? Other way around. I was so I was born, born in Montgomery. I'm sorry, raised in Birmingham. Where did you go to school? I went to Vestavia High School. Okay, the school system over there. My dad had bought a house up there um, when he got out of office and started a law firm up here. Mm-hmm. And um, so I went to school there. Uh, then after high school, was uh, went to the University of Alabama. Mm-hmm. So roll tide. That's roll where, tide. Where roll. I ran into you uh, this last <laughs> season a few times, and. Uh, so spent four four good years in Tuscaloosa, yeah, and uh, majored in finance, and came back here to Birmingham. Has been back ever since. So. Yeah. Now, I will, I'm not gonna let them go quite yet, right? I got you. Yeah. Tell me what it was like. What was your, especially your mom? What What was your mom like? I mean, she was she was a uh, nothing slipped by her. I couldn't. I mean, I was I was a Pretty, you know, mischievous kid. I know, I know you find that real hard to believe, right? But so, like, she was hands on. Mom oh, totally. Was the, yeah, yeah. She was the. She was definitely the disciplinarian. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. So, uh, you know, but it was. It's interesting. Today is her. Would have been her 85th birthday today. So really, yeah. I thought a lot about that. Well, happy heavenly birthday. Yeah, I appreciate yeah. that. So I thought a lot about that coming in here today with you and. uh Doing, uh, you know, sharing this time with you, but um, you know, she, you know, I say she was hands on and she was the disciplinarian, but she was also really loving. Uh, yeah. But, but you know, I will say it. I counted as one of my biggest blessings in life was to be raised by a, a strong woman figure yeah. in the household. Yeah. Uh, while my dad was also, you know, instilled a lot of the values that I have and I pass on to my children as sure. far as. Um, you know, every that I'm no 
we're no nobody's any better or worse than anyone else. Um, mm-hmm. So it still kind of makes me cringy when you did that intro right there. But, uh, <laughs> I, I, that makes me uncomfortable because, uh, I, you know, the way I'm raised and the way I truly believe in my heart is that I'm no different than any other person. Sure. But, you know, I certainly understand that maybe with that uh, – Having a, a a platform like they did, that you, you know, you, with that comes uh, obligations to mm-hmm. uh, do what uh, is in you know helps people. Yeah. And do you have any? What's a cherished memory from you being young on the campaign trail? Like, I think hmm. it would have to see my dad or my mom up speaking in front of people. It would probably make me feel some kind of way, like. What were your stories? Man, I don't. That's a tough one. You, you, I knew you were gonna <laughs> stump me on a lot of this stuff. I mean, most of the time, I was, I was more concerned about them wrapping it up so I could get back to my Star Wars toys in the hotel room or whatever. Yeah, we were. and but, that's what I want to hear. It's yeah. like, yeah, that's the funny part. It's like everybody else sees things one way. You're like, can we go here? I gotta go watch Star Wars. Man, my, man, my cheeks sore from being pinched all the volleys. Yeah, ladies. yeah, I bet that happens a lot. But, yeah, uh, no, it, and, but you know, it was it was really I, I, the thing I take away from it most wasn't wasn't some uh, you know. See, I don't really have vivid memories of seeing them address crowds or anything okay. like that it was much more so the ground level retail if you will yeah. uh, of getting to meet people and and meeting other families and other kids and right. uh, all those folks uh that that's the part i took away from it most how old were you when you realized you know what maybe i am a little different that would have been probably like in first second third grade somewhere you, around you there really on it. it was like yeah. hold on <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was. In, he was running. Let's we'll see. I would have been like uh, six years old during the '86 governor's race, yeah. got, which got real in the mud between him and Charlie Graddock. And, yeah. Uh, so it was all over the papers and whatever. And I, I, even though I weren't, I wasn't reading newspapers or seeing yeah. any headlines or anything. That was certainly, you know, other kids or whatever. Their parents were talking about it, so it kind of made its rounds. I guess okay. you would hear it in some way or. Does that make sense? I mean, Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And now let's fast forward to kind of, um, I'm, not, I'm just going to keep it real. Like um, you, you've always been a friend, not just, you know, we like you're a great guy. Right. And a lot of times, um, you were one of the only people that looked like you in our rooms. Mm-hmm. How was that instilled upon you? You know, uh, that's that's um, you're, you're just lobbing them at me today, man. <laughs> and all these thought provoking. I thought I was going to glide in and out of here, but uh, absolutely no. not. No, <laughs> <laughs> I don't. You know, I think about it in terms of, like, my children, okay? Like, they don't have any, and and I've been real uh, specific in trying to instill this on them, but I think just inherently, Mm -hmm. children don't see those types of things or don't notice those types of things. So the stuff that my dad 
as a child that that got him thinking and wondering, well, how come, you know, he had these good friends that he couldn't, that were his some of his best friends, but they couldn't play on the same team or they yeah. couldn't go. Uh, he had a real tough time from a, from a, from his childhood, not being able to reconcile that fact of, you know, day-to-day life and what he was being taught in the church. Yeah. He didn't, you know, and so that's where he got a lot of his, um, I think, motivation and drive as far as what was going on at the state when he was coming up and, um, yeah, you know, the things he did subsequently. But, you know, that being said, I, it just, uh, it hadn't been, you know, I just, I was, you know, y'all were friendly and open your arms to me. And, uh, so I tried to reciprocate and I didn't, but I, I mean, and I, maybe I'm not being clear enough. You, the, the answer, the answer is still the same, but I, I even meant professionally because, um, you know, it was your mom that, that brought Charlie, uh, CJ Glover on. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Gave him the opportunity of a lifetime. Um, and that relationship is how we all kind of started, you know, we cutting our teeth on the, you know, things, right. you know, um, business opportunities and politics and the whole nine yards. And you were always you were down with us, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, I, I still, even though I'm a lot more boring, I still am. <laughs> I just go to bed at eight thirty now. So. I know, right, man? If I can't be in bed by nine, I'm I'm grumpy. I'm but um, but we party, we party, man. And a lot of um, I just got wrapped up being interviewed myself for the um, um, season two finale, Sweet. and. Yeah, that was that was really cool. I'm looking forward to hearing that one. And um, you know, one of the a lot of people kind of are interested in what was going on behind the scenes and this that, and the other. But we were just partying, man. We were just having a good time. Young people getting involved in the political process, finding ourselves, and you know, your mom. Your mom paved the way. She opened the door for for some of us that weren't going through those doors before. And so, you know, I just I just Baxley name is pretty pretty solid. Man, that means the world to me. I hope that uh, I can return those favors in whichever way in whatever way it gets put in my path. Maybe Man, not. I'm not needing you got it. you've 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 paid it forward. You've already paid it forward. Now. I Uh-oh. got a couple of questions for you. you kind of scare me the way you said. All right, now. But we'll do it when we come back. All right. Um, do you? I know you're on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Do you do any other social media? No, I got off. <laughs> too bit too much to like, do. Yeah. Uh, well, no. I mean, I just 2017. I just decided. Uh, Taking up too much time or whatever. Okay. Right? Just, uh, went on a fast and never went back, I guess. So okay. I don't miss it. Well, I, I appreciate you for still liking my pictures every now and again. Oh, I'm on. I'm following you like a hawk on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry about that. All right. We'll be right back. All right. Thanks. Hey. 
I'm Charles Barkley. Call for a Redmond and water at bars and restaurants throughout the great state of Alabama. Redmond Vodka. Available at select ABC stores and package stores. Redmond Vodka is eight times distilled, gluten-free, and is made from non-GMO corn. Looking to support a local business? Redmond Distilling is Alabama proud and minority owned. Learn more online at redmonddistilling.com. You got to tell that story right quick that you were just saying. All right. Uh, <laughs> so there's this uh, story when my dad was attorney general. Um, this was before I was born, sometime in the 70s. He got, he still has this file. We need to go over there and look at it one day. His file in his office called Nut, he's labeled it Nuts and Kooks of all his hate <laughs> mail from the Klan and all yeah. these other And, uh, when he was attorney general, I think it was around 76, when he was prosecuting the 16th Street Baptist Church uh, bombing case, he some grand wizard that referred to himself as Dr. something or other, um, Fields or something from Georgia or somewhere, sent him a letter, just this nasty, you know, threatening letter, uh, and he replied back to him on state attorney general letterhead <laughs> and said... Uh, Dear, in quotation marks, Dr. Fields, <laughs> my response to your letter of dated whenever it was is kiss my ass. <laughs> <laughs> On the letterhead. I love it. <laughs> what is your favorite charity right now? Right now, so I'm kind of partial. So I go to Highlands United Methodist Church and Five Points behind the fountain. Mm-hmm. And one of the big things we spend... Uh, a lot of our efforts on is community ministries, which uh, provides meals daily and toiletries and hygiene products and collects mail for the folks that are um, without housing in the Birmingham area mm-hmm. each day. And so that one's near and dear to my heart. And we also do a, pro- a program called Project ID, which uh, is program where we try to facilitate walking them through some of the folks that are, you know, destitute and need help that are homeless and whatnot, um, getting them reacclimated by trying to walk them through the process and get the necessary appointments set for them to uh, get identification ID. Yeah. Because, you, you know, you can't cash a check, you can't get a job, you can't do anything without an ID. So right. those two, I'd say, are the closest to my heart. Outstanding. I just like to hear what people, in in the past seasons, I'd make people make contributions to their charity. I heard that. (laughs) But um, we're just going to tell everybody this year, this season, I mean, want to know what your uh, um, charity is so that I can make a donation. There you go. All right. So we'll get together. What's yours? What's my favorite charity? Right. Mm, that's a good question. Um, it's always 100 Black Men of America. Um, that's a great one. Yeah. Um, and I also am partial to the uh, A.G. Gaston Boys and Girls Club. Another great one. You know, talk on that last segment and what you just mentioned, it just kind of gave me a little warm place in my heart for, you know, I owe a debt of gratitude to you and CJ and Dell and all the folks you're talking about, a lot of which are involved in the group. You just 100 black men, 
because y'all open, you know, y'all let me in and made me feel welcome and one of the boys and one of the group and you know, so that it it, it means the world to me and I still feel uh, really honored that I, to to be able to hey, you know Man, call myself you. friend of y'all's. I love you. We love you, and we know you love us too. Um, so. What's your favorite color? Hmm. I don't know. Uh, red. <laughs> what is your favorite artist or genre of music? Hmm. I will go with rap. All right. Favorite restaurant? Well, I mean, since this is... Uh, Birmingham show I'm gonna go you know I mean there's so many here to pick from that's one of the cool things about our city Um, right now I'll go with I'm just off the top of my head just because I went there recently Bar Lafette Bar Lafette it's on 2nd Avenue North what's your favorite holiday I'd say Thanksgiving yeah the, the food family and football do you cook yeah I cook okay what's your favorite meal to cook Mm, I mean, this is going to sound so, but I am sitting here with four other guys. So, I mean, <laughs> a steak on the big green egg and yeah. some twice-baked potatoes with, and the steak with Bernays sauce and maybe sautéed asparagus. Oh, so that's what we're having when I come over. Come on. Come <laughs> on. All right. What's your favorite movie? Past, present, doesn't matter. The Big Lebowski. The Big Lebowski. Still. Yeah. <laughs> And what's your favorite season of the year? I want to say fall, but down here it seems like, I mean, the early part of winter is the fall season, I guess. So, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I like when the leaves are falling and it feels cool outside, but, uh, okay. I mean, it's like 95 degrees in September and that's fall, so I don't know. Your favorite NBA team? Uh, probably the Pelicans. Oh. Your favorite NBA team? The New Orleans Pelicans. You just oh, I'm sorry. NFL. Duh. Oh, big Saints guy. Big Saints, big Saints guy. fan. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Okay. What made you a Saints fan? So my my stepmom, my dad and stepmom got married when I was 11. Okay. And so she's from New Orleans. So since oh, I was that okay. age, I was always going down there. And so I've been a Saints fan for a long, long time. Got you. What's your favorite cartoon Mm, I mean, we're going to be, like, show, showing our age. Do I have to – is it – I mean, I, I can say, like, the cartoons from now because I have to watch all that crap. Now <laughs> you can use now, then it doesn't matter. Big City Greens is pretty good. I don't know if y'all have had to watch that. No. no. It's one that's on right now. I mean, it's, there's all sorts of stuff you catch yourself being like, well, did I just hear them right? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> but then the old days, G.I. Joe, for sure. Your favorite scripture, Bible figure – or Bible story, or parable. Hmm. This is going to be all-encompassing, and I, I'm not. I'm. I can, I'm not a Bible thumper. I can't quote it word for word, but the Sermon on the Mount, where he talks mm. about the importance of of love Amen. and serving others. What's your dream car? A Ferrari Testarossa from back in the '80s. Miami Vice. Miami Vice. Yeah. <laughs> iPhone or Android? iPhone. 
My man. Yep. And if you could have a superpower, what would it be? What would it be that I could answer truthfully on this podcast? <laughs> um, time travel would be pretty cool. Oh. I mean, yeah. You know, okay. Go back in time. Or, and-, and go forward. And then, you know, come back and report. Right. Uh, okay. <laughs> now, that's so cool. Most of the time when people answer that, they're thinking about going backwards in time. You're like, nah, I'm going to go forwards. Yeah, you can go forward and then uh, pick up a sports almanac and come back and uh, <laughs> clean up on some sports betting. <laughs> what? Well, just like back to the future. Right. Um, let's see here. Tell me your political philosophy. Well, I mean, you just, and why? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, you, you know, it's pretty simple. I mean, you just asked me about scripture mm-hmm. and my favorite scripture and everything. Um, I feel that my political beliefs. You know, I, I don't. I'm not in the public sector or anything. But just my personal political beliefs. It's important for me that those align with my spiritual and religious values of helping those less fortunate, showing compassion, and from whom you know much is given, much is expected. Or I'm paraphrasing. Yeah. But uh, I mean, it's pretty simple. You just. Uh, I think my political leanings are. The golden rule wrapped yeah. up in one. Uh, Do you play in politics anymore? No, no. Uh, I mean, you know, I follow. I follow along from mm-hmm. from the headlines, but uh, I'm I'm not uh, active. I don't. I don't really. Uh, I don't know. I think I don't know if it's something from growing out of it or from being maybe getting worn out of it from being you know the first half of my life being in it so actively whether I wanted to or not. Did you ever give any thought to running for office? Yeah, I've thought about it before, but uh, I don't. Uh, I, much to the consternation of my parents, who said yeah. do not do it. But uh, <laughs> no, I don't. I don't see that in the cards anytime soon. If so, no, I, mean, I don't mean anytime soon. I mean. Back in the day, I mean, did you? Yeah, I thought about it, but um, you. The reason I'm messing with mm-hmm. you is because you always used to say, "Oh no, I am thinking about that." <laughs> I mean, I, well, I get questions like that, so it make me think about it. Right? Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. Me and you can maybe let's do a oh, split absolute, ticket. Oh, uh, uh, absolutely not. Nice try. <laughs> <laughs> that was you, that was your way of getting out of it because you knew I never would. <laughs> Well, I don't have to do it because I've said. <laughs> so, what are you doing now? So, I um, a few years ago, I got I had some in the, when I was in the finance world. Um, I was for part of my career. I was a bond trader where I worked on a trading floor and you know kind of the type of stuff you see in shows and movies. And uh, I had a couple buddies in that that got into the logistics space of mm-hmm. like freight brokering, which lining up uh, shippers, uh, people that make manufacture goods with all the owner operators and all the trucks that are out there on the road and, and coordinating those. And um, 
I had some friends that got into it. And they, so you're the fucking supply chain that's broken. No, you know, you. You're the second person. <laughs> you know, the last person that said that to me, too, Who? was Senator Jones when I saw him <laughs> at the Christmas party last year. <laughs> that's too funny. <laughs> no, we're trying to make it better. Yeah. Um, but, no, I, I got in that a few years ago and then um, got on with a startup from me and a couple guys that were at a much larger place. When I'm left and started this one, and we started two years ago, and it was just three of us in the back of a strip mall, and now we're up to 25 employees and a renovated warehouse on Reverend Woods Boulevard. So That's awesome. Yeah, that's fun. And now what's going on with the family? You're engaged. I am. I am. <laughs> what's that? I want to hear about the okay. how did you guys meet. So we, she's from Dothan, which is where my family's from originally. Okay. And so we had some mutual friends, and I'm totally BSing. We met on an app, <laughs> but <laughs> but we do have mutual friends. So. <laughs> I'm totally uh, yeah, We uh, met on an app. Uh, yeah, no, yeah. we did. We started dating, and uh, no, but we had a bunch of connections. And she, uh, Caroline Smith, is her name. She's a the chief clerk for. The senior federal judge here in Birmingham, Sharon Blackburn, and um, she's got a five-year-old son named Jackson, and my girls are Camille and Elizabeth. They're nine and six, so we're just about to start a – got engaged last October. I'm about to have a damn Brady Bunch. You know? I love it. That yeah. is so awesome. And I got a chance to meet her at the Alabama That's right. Yeah, that's right. So be sure you tell her I said hello. Any shout-outs you want to give? Well, I mean – Shout out to all the friends you already gave the shout out to, man. <laughs> yeah. it, it, it's been too long hanging we out with you. have some kind of reunion or something. A little more tame. <laughs> right. We'll go to Bible study. That's open. <laughs> Maybe a reunion lunch so we can yeah, be. Uh, have a re- <laughs> that's funny. Like um, back in the day, we used to always. Well, I don't know about you, but on purpose, it nobody wanted to meet over lunch. It was always mm-hmm. meeting over drinks mm-hmm. after work, and, we, yep. and it would go on and on and on. Now it's all, hey, you want to have breakfast? You want to have lunch? Yeah, coffee at the latest. <laughs> right. It's I, I finally grew up a little bit, I guess. I guess so. I guess so. But um, I just want you to know it's it. I love you. I appreciate you for coming. Um, We have had some good times, man. And it just means the world to have you back, say hello, see your ugly mug. (laughs) And I'll tell Marlita you said hello. Well, I I love you and your family, too. And I'm glad. Thank you for this opportunity and for this reconnection because uh, you mean the world to me, too. So I appreciate it, man. Want to give a shout out to UrbanHam.com, Our360 News, and Creed 63. God bless. Hello, I am Dr. Brandy Bowling, your triple board certified pediatrician, adult psychiatrist, and child and adolescent psychiatrist. I am also an ADHD expert, a mommy friend, a school liaison author of the best-selling book, Shine, Understanding ADHD So Your Child Can Be a Star, and host of the Facebook live stream, Focus On It Friday. 
You can find me at Dr. Brandy B, that's D-R-B-R-A-N-D-I-B, on all social media platforms. Or you can call my office, which is 205-948-7129. It is my goal that all children and adults will be successful and that they will shine in the classroom and in life.